Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive help supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Reality Radio for a really great future. We're talking real money. Well, hello again. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Talking Real Money. This is the show about your dough. We're going to try and make money make sense, so maybe you can make more of it. Because one of the biggest problems you face is getting confused by all of the well, the conflicting information, the differing opinions, the confusing jargon, the people serving their best interests as opposed to yours. And we're here to cut through all that crud and get to the meat of the money matters that matter most to you. Here on Talking Real Money. Uh, our phone number is 855-935-TALK, 855-935-8255. I am Don McDonald. 3,000 miles away, but as if he's in the same room, and yet he's not, Tom Cock. Thankfully not. I guess I could say that, yeah. to be honest. Yeah. Yeah, you just keep hanging in there. Yeah. Crafty place you hang out in there. You like that? Yeah. Yeah, you airing out the room. Yeah, he's he's Should in the be. he's in the hangar. If you've ever if you've never seen the hangar, this is one of the beauties of of the uh, video cast that we have. Yeah, that's now on the. That's right. You can go to the yeah, web and go see to it. YouTube, and, and you can no. actually now see the hangar from first person to identify five planes gets a free copy of Don's book. I'll even mail it to you. You've given my books away. You have oh, to yeah. identify five planes in, on five your ceiling. Planes. Yep. I think there's 35, Wait, you know, so there's a lot of Do you know there's planes. a thing called an internet thing? Just go, oh, that's okay. it. Uh, All oh, right. that's well, it. first person to five, go right ahead. Let's how do see. they How do they let you know? Go on. Don't we have a contact thing or something? Go to talkingrealmoney.com talking and fill out the form. No. Tell me five. Pl- Actually, they can just start randomly saying five. Right, exactly. No, they have to get five. <laughs> just five. They have to okay. name five, right. not okay. 12. You then get five right. No, they have to ah, cor- okay. correctly identify Fair. five without All a right. mistake. Okay. Fair enough. I think that's I a fair contest. You, I will send you a copy of Don's book. Now, now do we have to do some stupid contest disclaimer? Offer <sighs> void in states where we're prohibited. Vestry <clears throat> staff and family, not and definitely Vestry not my family. Pella. Actually, most of my family couldn't name five planes in here. My son could, but after that, I think that's about it. So and, and sorry, because he was trying to kiss up to dad. <laughs> talking about conflicting, talk about conflicting advice. Oh, my gosh, what a hullabaloo Christine Benz at Morningstar raised this week. All This is all over the financial media. All it's all over. over the regular media. It's all over the place. The yeah. 4% rule may, oh, wait, there's a wiggle word. Wiggle word may be outdated. You know, yeah, you, and but the first 4% of all, let's, rule, let's explain yeah. what that is. You want to do that? Yeah. No, go you ahead. Do. Okay, I don't care. Yeah. The 4% rule basically says that in the past, you would have been able to draw out 4% of your investment portfolio if it was properly diversified and, and, and raise that amount every year by the amount of inflation. And for in most cases, 90 plus percent of the cases, I think in Monte Carlo scenarios, you wouldn't have run out of money before you ran out of life. Yeah, and you need to have a substantial amount of your money uh, – 
you know, so it's a substantial amount of money, pardon me, in stocks, right. a certain amount of money in bonds. You can't just have it in a savings account. It's got to grow. No, it has to have a growth component. So you have to have stocks and bonds. But that 4% rule has held up pretty darn well for a yeah. very long time. And unlike everything else when it comes to numbers today, the number in this case is going down, right? Not like right. the cost of your Thanksgiving at all. So, uh, yeah, now the new number, according to Christine, is who's an employee of Morningstar, uh, 3.3%. Now, doesn't have the same ring to it, the 3.3% okay, rule. But, all right. Uh, I don't want to get too far into it. Because yes, you I do. Think we need to get yeah. into it. Well, all right. I'm going to make my points, and you can get far into it. Because, uh, number one. I think it's worth it. Number one. The only correct rate of withdrawal from your portfolio is going to be known after you are dead. That's it. There is no other... We won't know until then. You'll be able to say, see, Tom, I was able to take up 5% a year. And you could talk about variable withdrawals in a moment, Don. Number two, and I had to tell this to my college professor brother last night because we were chatting about the soccer game. And he said, hey, what about the 4% rule doesn't work anymore, Don? I said, do you know the future? Does Christine Benz know the future? Do the people at Morningstar? They don't know because mm-hmm. this is all supposition based on the fact that they believe that because stocks and, frankly, bonds have made more than the average over the last 100 years during this last 30 years, right, it's been good, that it won't be as good in the next 30 years. And so, therefore, you won't be able to take that much money out of your portfolio. But they don't know that. And, by the way, every period of time you can look back, you mentioned this, Don, using a Monte Carlo, whatever it is, the uh, having a 60-40 portfolio has worked very well with a 4% withdrawal. Very well. And I want to go a little deeper after this. Done are talking real money. Set your course for a great future with a free copy of our 60 page Better Retirement Guidebook at Vestory.com, V E S T O R Y.com. Your guides to a really great financial future. Tom and Don are talking real money. So, Christine Benz at Morningstar did a report that stated that the 4% rule may no longer work. The 4% rule is drawing 4% of your portfolio every year adjusted for inflation going on into the future, and it's worked pretty well for a long period of time. It's a way for you to take money out of your investments in retirement and generally not draw down your portfolio. Now, we can argue, we can really get into a lot of arguments about her methodology, how she arrived at these things, but every, as Tom said, everything she was doing is guessing. She's literally guessing. And she kind of alludes to that in the report. You know, these things may not turn out. Well, yeah, they usually don't when you're guessing. But she and so many people in the financial industry are paid to guess and act as if they know something. It's their job, right? Yeah, definitely. So whole industry built here's on the thing. That. We've we have never been a big fan of the four percent rule because there are scenarios. We've run portfolio scenarios in which if you don't have enough stocks, you can run out of money. And if you're all fixed income, you can run out of money. But we found something that we we believe, at least in the past, and we don't know the future, don't have a clue, but in the past has worked really well. And that's called a flexible withdrawal strategy. Yeah, I mean, this 4% is a fixed, right? You're right. taking 4% of the portfolio, and then you're increasing it every year according to inflation. What you're talking about, Don, is taking just for example five percent of the portfolio value so you have a great year like the last two years wow right. i mean last year and then this year the all stock portfolio is up 27 percent 
So you, you took five percent out, and you yeah. still went up twenty one, twenty two percent. And then next year, when the market's down, because we know it's going to be down next year because it can't go so. up anymore, has to go down. So uh, then you take out less. Now some people are going to say, I, "Well, of like, course, I need to add here because you can't yeah. see us." Facetiousness alert! Facetiousness <laughs> alert! Yeah, it has to go down uh, because here's the here. Some people say no, they can't do that because my fixed expenses are this. So here's here's the reason that I don't like and I don't like rules because rules. Every rule is meant to be broken. Every person is different, right? The four percent may supply you with what you need. It might not because what if you have a good amount of Social Security income? You have a pension, etc. Every person should have a plan that says, here's about how this should look. And again, you could do it year by year. Look at your portfolio, see how it's done, adjust your living. Your You should have two pots, by the way, when it comes to spending. One, you're right, where you got to pay the bills, the lights, et cetera. Then you have this other amount that where you go on trips and you get stuff for your grandkids and whatever other way you want to spend the money, right? Mm-hmm. That's a very reasonable approach. But here, here's what I dislike about when these things come out. All this accomplishes is scaring people. Right. That's exactly they, the point. It's a mo- get, it's to it's to out. bring out the it's it's to, to excite the emotions. Mm-hmm. And and I get it. They're in the business of doing that, right? Mm-hmm. Because Morningstar's gotta make a living and the Wall Street Journal's gotta make a living and money magazine. All these guys that gotta sell ads and gotta have eyeballs. Yeah, I get it. But I don't like it as somebody in the industry because I think at the end of the day, nobody knows the correct way to do this is to have a plan, look at all sources of income, run this every year if you need be, and get on with your life because it's the best that we know. And by the way, the 4%, that's really if you want money to be there at the end. Remember, we had the guy in Arizona a few years ago who told me, no, you got it all wrong, Tom. I want the last check I write to bounce. Yeah, yeah. And that's the thing. (laughs) I mean, we're talking about a difference between 4% and 3.3. Yeah, it's... (sighs) So maybe, maybe you do the, you you keep the 3.3% rule in your back pocket for bad years. So you do good years, you do the four. And the bad year, you go, I'm going to revert to 3.3, which is very similar to our flexible, but it's just a two number approach if you need that. But I think what this is going to do is drive a lot of people into the greedy arms of the insurance industry. Yeah, because you you pointed out when we talked about this pre-show is the only guarantee you can get is an annuity. Yeah, right. And that's 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 a weak. They tell you they're going to give you six or seven percent per year, but they <clears throat> neglect to mention that you are drawing your principal down, and it will vanish on the day you die. Not to mention that you can't get the, all the money if you needed it. Not to mention what it costs you for that trade-off. And not to mention the fact that they take the money, by the way, and they put it in stocks stock and bonds market. and make a lot of money when you're not. I mean, it's not a good way to take care of your retirement. The right way, again, as I say, is anybody over the age of 50 should have a plan. Anyone over the age of 50 should know how much they're trying to make and how much they reasonably can withdraw over a long period of time. And that's one of the reasons why we, we've offered up our advisors to you guys, because one of the things we all have a hard time doing is just starting that basic plan. Mm-hmm. We're not talking about writing you up a financial plan. That's 1500 bucks. We're not going to do that for free, but we can help you make those early baby steps toward a plan. Just go talk to one of our advisors at Vestry.com or call us 
at 855-935-TALK right now on Saturday. When we or call me right now and tell me the five planes right behind no, me and I'll send, send you Don's book. No, he can't. Okay. Nobody can see the planes oh, right now. Wait, somebody who's a regular podcast listener might call right now and say, hey, there's a blank. There's a Do blank. Do you honestly think that people yeah, watched the video podcast yep, I and do. took notes? And we have now, people that have listened to every podcast that we've no, ever done. No, they haven't. They Sorry? may think they have, but they haven't, because okay. I found 179 hidden podcasts. <laughs> what, under your couch with I the did. change found, or something? Yeah. Well, come on. Well, we, you know, the, the Roomba got stuck under there. And, uh, <laughs> You're like, wait a minute. Lifted, whoa, whoa, whoa. Oh, there's where all the old podcasts went. <laughs> went to no, die, actually, yeah. Actually, the first of the, the archived podcasts went up just a few minutes ago at uh, – on all How the many? podcast services. Just one. Just one. I'm, oh, we're going to just do one a day? I'm going to just dole them out slowly. I don't want to overwhelm okay. anybody. Because we do have people that believe they've heard every podcast. Now you're going to set them straight I by set, adding gonna, uh, do, 100 do you, or something. Your work. You got your work cut out for you, buds. <laughs> it might not uh, be worthwhile. And by the ahead. way, just a little programming note. Today, uh, the, we're doing the live show on the 13th of November. Because of this discovery... Of 179 extra podcasts, it turns out that we have made now about 984, 85 podcasts, right in that range. Which means, by my rough calculations, new podcasts, Mm -hmm. on December 4th, during the live show on Como, we are going to crack the 1,000 podcasts produced level. Wow. Wow. That's and by the way, so is this a discovery that you made? Is this going to rank up there with either A King Tut's burial or B Al Capone's vault? Which yeah, one is this going to be known? One. The first one. Oh, Much, we're, we're yeah. with we're with Tutankhamun. Okay, oh, that's yeah, good. Yeah, 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 I was yeah. worried about we'd be we'd have to get Geraldo yeah, in yeah, here yeah. and say I opened the vault and guess what? It wasn't worth it. It wasn't worth it. There <laughs> wasn't anything there. No, there are 179 podcasts. You know all wow. the great material. And you know, it's funny. I was listening to them because I was I started to edit them, and then I started going, you know, I don't think I'm going to edit them. Just put them up there. Because we've got old ads in there for things that oh. we don't do anymore. Uh-oh. But but I think people are going to know it's old. We don't necessarily do this anymore. So hopefully. hopefully. Uh, but but no, uh, what was the point I was going to? Oh, the, we have been consistent in our beliefs. I mean, you could listen to one of those old shows and go, wow, that's the same thing they say today. You could listen to old shows from Sound Investing from 25 years ago. We say say the the same same things then, now, that we said then. But they're still fun to listen to. 855-935-TALK. Call us. Tom and Don are talking real money. A second opinion could save your life either physically or fiscally. Let one of our Vestry advisors help you save your future at Vestory.com, V-E-S-T-O-R-Y.com. For your real life and real future, Tom and Don are talking real money. And our goal is to help as many people as we possibly can manage money better at 855-935-TALK, 855-935-8255. Call that, sh- call that number live on Saturdays from noon to 2 Pacific time, 3 to 5 Eastern, or call it 24-7 and leave your questions. And you can also send questions in at TalkingRealMoney.com. Send them, type them, speak them, do whatever you want. We have all kinds of ways to get answers to questions like this one. Hi, gentlemen. That's how it starts. All your advice is much appreciated. I've learned a lot from you both over the last year since I first found your podcast. Question. 
My husband's 401k at work is changing investments on November 30th. If we don't make a choice, they will move everything to a target date fund that is managed by Fidelity. My questions are, some of the choices have N.A. listed as their ticker. Why? It just says FIM blend target. Let me start with that one. Yeah, so the reason there is... No, the reason that this says N.A. is you may be moving from something that you own, a type of stock fund that you have in your current plan that you're not going to have in the new plan. No, I looked it up. Oh, isn't it not available? N.A. means they don't have a ticker. Because oh, they're institutional so funds. Oh, okay. So, the, only, okay. so the funds we're talking about, she said they just say F-I-A-M blend target. Well, the F-I-A-M blend target are life cycle target date funds from Fidelity Institutional Asset Management. That's what the F-I-M-A-M stands for. So it's a target date fund. Yeah, and they have a strike. series of dates that do mm-hmm. maturity dates, and their management fees range depending on the size of the employer's 401k in aggregate mm-hmm. from yeah. uh, 0.18% per year to 0.32%. And All it is, very reasonable. It's a very, very diversified portfolio. These, th- this, these in general, in different proportions, have everything from short-term debt to commodities to inflation-protected bonds to emerging markets debt to floating rate debt to emerging market stocks to international bonds to international stocks to uh, U.S. equities. Uh, It's just massive. Uh, The portfolio must have 20 different funds in it. So it's a fund of funds. It's a fund of funds. So her question goes on. There are some State Street funds that seem to have low cost, but I can't look up the symbols on the Fidelity site, and that makes me uncomfortable. Symbols are SSFEX, SSSYX, SSGLX, and then some that say ticker NA. How do I look up the performance of these? Also, why does the company change everything like this? Is it simply for cost savings? Well, the reason that people change their plans is myriad. I mean, there isn't a reason. There, I couldn't give you all of them, but sometimes people think, well, that was a lousy plan. It didn't make enough money. Right. right. I moved to a new one. Or, you know. Lower costs are one of the reasons. And we're switching our third-party administrator, and they only work with Fidelity. I mean, so there's all kinds of potential reasons. Or I just went to golf, and the really nice person bought me three martinis afterwards, and I thought, sure, and why not? Let's move nice the plan. guy. Uh, the, so, SS, yeah. the SS funds are all state street. Yeah, sure. So it's State Street. For example, the SSSYX is the Fidelity S&P 500 index fund. And that does have very low expense ratios. Remember I mentioned that 0.18 to 0.32 on the target? These State Street funds are like 0.02. Wow. So very cheap. Really, really cheap. And the so, other I ones mean, that are listed yeah. as NA are, again, they are institutional funds. You can't look them up. But they have to provide you with performance data, fee data, and portfolio data. And you can ask for that in advance of making the decision. So, and anytime you're deciding what to do here, the question always becomes how hard you want to work. Mm-hmm. Right. Because if you just you you just said they have the Fidelity Institutional Target Date Fund which is pretty diversifies, it sounds like. Pretty. Yeah. I mean, that's a lot of asset classes. Yeah. Or, in, or you use that. It's easy. You put it in there, and they take care of all the rebalancing, et cetera. Or 
you buy all these underlying assets, right, that Don just mentioned. You've got to do the work. You've got to build the portfolio. You've got to rebalance it. Some people love that. Some people don't want to even bother with it. So, Right. So personal. if you went, it wouldn't be a problem to just pick a target date blend fund that fits with your risk tolerance and risk needs and just go for that and keep it simple. Keep it really simple because the quality of the product is pretty good. Tom and Don are talking real money. Tom and I created Vestry to help everyone become a better investor, even those who will never be clients. Let one of our advisors help you start your financial plan or solve a money problem free with no obligation or high-pressure sales pitch at Vestory.com. V-E-S-T-O-R-Y.com. Reality Radio for a really great future. We're talking real money. Oh, my gosh. Do we get a lot of questions? Even if we're not getting any phone calls, we get a lot of questions sent in to TalkingRealMoney.com. But if you have a question, you want to call us with it, right now would be the best time of all at 855-935-TALK, 855-935-8255. And I'm taking the questions in the order in which they came in. Oh, come on. Really? No, I do that. I do that. I'm very fair about this. Okay. And this this one came in from Pennsylvania. Yeah. And you're going to love this one. All right. Let me get started. I got to get warmed up. I very much enjoy listening to your podcast and find them very informative. I like your uncomplicated approach to investing. My advisor, and I'm going to put air quotes around that. I'm just going to do that for the listener. My advisor, air quotes, is recommending I invest 4 to 5% of my portfolio in, in the Blackstone Private Credit Fund, and the Blackstone Real Estate Income Trust, the former in my IRA, the latter in my non-qualified portfolio. I would like to hear your thoughts on these investments. Now, you give your initial thoughts, and I'm going to give you the details, because during the break, I looked them up. Yeah, and by the way, Don, does the, one other thing he does with these questions is he never gives them to me in advance. No, I never give them to anybody in no, advance. I didn't no, even give it to me in advance. I just pulled it up. Is, like the dating game where they we just don't know we don't rehearse these Mm-mm, no it's so, as if you okay. called them in yeah the, i mean i'm and i didn't have a chance to look these up nor no you have I. no idea but i'm going to tell you i know but i'm going to tell you first that these yeah. sound kind of complicated okay good yes they please. sound like something you know not a stock or bond necessarily you know they're outside of the realm of kind of the average vanilla stuff that we kind of like to use Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And therefore, you're doing, you're doing so thank well. You. And therefore, and this is just a guess. My guess is they're slightly more expensive as a result of that. You think? Huh? Well, that was all supposition. I have that was, no idea. And that so. was really excellent supposition. <laughs> let's you, start sir. with the let's start with the Blackstone Real Estate Trust. Now, you could go to Vanguard and get the Vanguard REIT. Uh, REIT fund Mm -hmm. real estate uh, let's use their etf real estate etf which is vnq now you can get a portfolio of real estate massive 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 amounts thousands of of so much real estate and the expense ratio for that is 0.12 percent and the commission is zero that's right just go buy it right the b-r-e-i-t 
you don't know what the expense ratio is going to be because they get expenses for all the things they do along the way and they just deduct those. But the commission, the upfront, the deduction from your initial investment is 8.8%. (laughs) You know, I've often said we're in the right business. We're just in the wrong part of it. I mean, that's really? Yeah. That sounds like something in 1965 or something. Come on. That's outrageous. Now, what does that immediately tell you about (sighs) his advisor? Let's see. They're selling a product. They're, they're a unlikely to be based. 100% fiduciary. They aren't because 100% fiduciary. If you had a choice between two real estate products, and you had one that cost 8.8 up front, one that cost zero up front, one that cost who knows how much per year, and one that cost 0.12 percent per year, one that was less diversified, and one that was more diversified, which one should you choose as a fiduciary? I'll go with the aforementioned Vanguard product on There you on go. One. There okay, you go. Thank you. That, now, let's go to BCRED, the Blackstone Private Credit Fund. This is where you get to invest like the big boys. You get to be like a hedge fund. You get to be right in there with fill in the blank, whatever hotshot investor there is. And now you're part of the club. Welcome. Now, as you go through their prospectus, their hundreds of pages and these prospectuses, you see they have these these statements along the way that says, here's some of the problems, things you have to worry about. And they talk about all the risk and that kind of stuff. We're not even going to talk about that. The risk is huge. You will bear substantial fees and expenses in connection with your investment. How substantial are the annual fees and expenses? You want to guess? Just ballpark it. Well, we already had eight. Let's just go with nine. Then. No, no, no. Annual fees. That was up front. Oh. Oh. Annual fees. Two. 5.73. Woo! Tom and Don are talking real money. Want a free copy of my book, Financial Physics? Well, go download it right now at Vestory.com. V-E-S-T-O-R-Y.com. Your guides to a really great financial future. Tom and Don are talking real money. Now, another. I want to ask another question. Should your investment be incredibly complicated or really simple? Which would you I'll go prefer? with the simple, as yeah, you know. Well, I'm yeah. reading through this prospectus on this uh, credit fund from Blackstone, and the, I finally found the commission. The, uh, the broker who sells it gets 3.5% on the Class S shares, which is the ones you're going to sell to the public, the ones with the 5.73% annual fee deducted every year. There is no liquidity in this. Every year, they'll have a, a, a repurchase period, a limited amount of time where you could sell the shares back to them at NAV after a period of time. But get this, the broker, the broker selling it gets an incentive based on the income of the portfolio. They get 12 and you know, tell me you know what this means. Come on, listen very carefully. We will pay the advisor quarterly in arrears of our pre-incentive 12.5%, I'm sorry, of our pre-incentive fee net income returns as defined below. Oh, oh, by the way, and that's subject to a 5% annualized hurdle rate with a catch-up. Oh, you can get it with catch-up. Well, that's nice. <laughs> Want to throw a little mustard uh, in, too? I'll take that pre-incentive uh, fee net investment income returns with catch-up. Thank you. Uh, okay, so in all seriousness, the yeah. writer of that question, this yes. should not be your financial advisor. Right. Period. I, I was this just going to say, not a good advisor. This no. is product peddling, product peddling person, with a not an huge advisor. conflict of interest. I mean, a massive conflict of interest. 
Yeah, you need to fire this guy, Jay. Uh, fire him. Or woman. Or, no, woman. or woman. Fire this person. You know, I say guys generically. Gals. Fire this gal. Uh, but fire them, Jay. Fire them. Fire them now, Jay. Fire them now. Run, run, run. 855-935-TALK is our phone number. Pete, it's your turn. Welcome to Talking Real Money. Hey, guys. It's great hey. to be on. I'm a new listener to the program and Thank the podcast. You. Thank you. I have a question about stability in my portfolio and a little background information. My wife and I are both 55. She is not gainfully employed. I'm an electrician and I will work till age 62. I participate in three defined benefit pension plans and when I'm age 62, I'll have about 40 credits in each and the total value of each credit is about is going to be about $90. Okay. I also have a defined contribution pension I participate in that has a balance today of about $200,000. The trustees invest that about 60-40 stocks to bonds. And then we have some IRAs between the two of us that have a combined value of about $400,000. Currently, the IRAs, about $160,000 is in, I'm sorry, um, of the 400000 about 10% of that is in the International, Vanguard International Index, VTIAX, and the rest is in the total stock market, wow. Vanguard. Bond. Wow. Wow. You're doing really well. Now, well, do, do I have this right? I just did the math, really. I, I, did you say it was ninety dollars per credit, and you have forty? You'll have forty credits in four different plans. Three, I think you said. Or is uh, it three? Three. Yeah. Oh, three it's, plans. It's to- the, the, the total value of, the, of a credit in each plan, the combined, is ninety credit. But yeah, yeah. Uh, okay, is that a monthly? That would be monthly. Yes. Wow, yeah. you are in great. You are. You're going to have a nice, nice pension income on top of all this great investing you did. Okay, but your question was about stability. So what? What? What is your? What do you want to know? Well, having listened to you, uh, fellas, the last uh, month or two here, I'm wondering if I have the proper amount of international exposure, mm-hmm. and um, if I some of that should be in Vanguard REIT index fund. Well, you okay, have well, good, he yeah. has a good stock bond ratio. It's decent. yeah, no, but yeah, but back to he, he said he has ninety percent in domestic stocks, ten percent in international. Is that did I hear you correctly? That's correct of our IRA. Yeah. Oh, of all the yeah. accounts, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, so no, just, I mean just our IRAs. Oh yeah, but how does that? Yeah. how does that fit into the all the other? Well, the other ones are managed by somebody else, so right? But you need to know your portfolios, though. What your what your mix is, because he may have a lot. Who knows? But yeah, okay. Go ahead, Tom. Well, so to go back to the stock portion that you can control, I would rather see you more evenly divided between U.S. stocks and international stocks. Our portfolios are pretty close to half U.S., half international. Yeah, with a little fudge, it's about, it's about what the value of companies are. That's meant, by the way, slightly better returns, a little less volatility over the long haul. So, yeah, I'd rather see you spread that out globally. In terms of the REIT, I don't know that the total 
stock uh, portfolio has any REIT in it. So you might want to add, you know, 10% of the overall portfolio to real estate investment trust, not using the aforementioned product at Blackstone. Yeah, no, don't do that. See, here's the thing. You've got this gigantic pension. And the, the, the thing about pensions is you really can consider them uh, – as part of your your safe portfolio, because one of the reasons we put money into bonds is to maintain a fixed income, a fixed value, and you basically have that with this annuity. So you can be more aggressive outside of the pension because of the pension. Uh, But Tom's right. You need to be closer to 60, 40, 50, 50 on your U.S. international. You really don't need bonds. And yeah, you might put REITs in, but one of the things we are big believers in, if you want to have somebody manage your money and you really want it done with all the overweighting of small and value and REITs and emergings and all those things, get somebody to do it for you because we found that most people will not build the proper portfolio and then rebalance it every year the way it needs to be rebalanced. It's just too much work or our, our emotions keep us from doing it properly. understand that. Well, I've uh, written out what we had a dip around 2000 there, and then uh, 08, 09, and, and and last year again. And I just I don't want to. Well, worry I, me. you might want to consider then, if you want to do this right, consider consider doing a little bit, maybe taking that U.S. portion, getting some more international with it, then buying some U.S. small cap value, maybe a little bit of emerging markets and a little bit of REIT. Yeah, I think that'd be a reasonable approach just sort of to diversify things out. And as Don mentioned, greater exposure to some of those other asset classes. You're in a great spot, Pete. Yeah, some little bit of work to be done, but your retirement looks pretty doggone good. And it's not really that far away. Good. So, wow. I, I, you've just done everything right. You're one of those people who's done everything right. 855-935-TALK is our number. And Gene, you're next. Welcome to Talking Real Money. Hello, Don and Tom. Tom and Don. Uh, you guys put a smile on my face just to talk with you. Thanks. Um, my question is, I have a friend who is going to move 500000 from their 457 to their Roth IRA. And so that got me wondering if I should do the same. Um, and I've got a, a pretty good international uh, domestic and then plus fund. Okay, let's. Can we get you to stop there real quick, Gene? First of all, because half a million dollars means you're going to give a third of that away to the government for taxes. Twenty-five to thirty percent. Yeah, basically. Yeah. So because the tax rate on half a million dollars, depending on your other deductions, which as we know today are almost nothing. uh, So you're when you move from a four fifty-seven to a Roth IRA, that is a taxable Uh event. Okay. Yeah. So you're going to be writing a large uh, check. I'm I'm worried about when I hit 72 and I have to take. um, Uh, But see, now, again, this is one of those things where we cut off our nose to spite our face sometimes because you're going to pay taxes. If you convert now, you're going to pay taxes now. If you wait till you're 72, you're going to pay taxes later. What you need to do, and this is so important, is sit down with an accountant and figure out whether or not it makes sense and then create a schedule that to take it out so it doesn't increase your bracket dramatically. 
Tom and Don are talking real money. Is your portfolio a mess? You may have a case of hodgepodgeitis, but don't worry, we can help. Just set up a free, no obligation meeting with a Vestory advisor at Vestory.com. No sales pitch guaranteed. That's V E S T O R Y.com. For your real life and real future, Tom and Don are talking real money. And once again, we love to answer your questions on the show at 855-935-TALK, but sometimes they get really complex. Therefore, we feel that it's really our duty to try and help you any way we can. And one of the ways we do that, if you've got a really complex question, use one of our advisors for a little bit. We're going to let you use them for free for nothing for a little while. And we're not going to try to high-pressure you into becoming a client because, well, one, we don't need to. And two, we're not like that kind of people. We're not a sales-oriented organization. So, yeah, if you want to be our clients, we would love to have you as part of the Vestry by Appella family. But you can just get help, too, for free if you just go to vestry.com and set up an appointment. You just go to V-E-S-T-O-R-Y.com, set up an appointment. Uh, we'll then find an advisor to sit down and talk with you for a little while. Try to, you know, you, you know it's, it's going to be an hour or less, all right, because it's free. Uh, don't take advantage of it. But go set it up right now at vestory.com, V-E-S-T-O-R-Y.com. That the information provided on Talking Real Money is for educational and hopefully enjoyable purposes only. Providing personalized financial planning or investing advice takes time, so please consult with a really good fee-only fiduciary investment, tax, or legal advisor. We know a good one. Investing must always involve risk. In other words, you can and probably will lose money at times. Also, as much as you want it, no one can accurately and consistently predict the future. So past performance doesn't tell you a darn thing about what the future will bring. Unlike many other programs that say something similar, Talking Real Money is not trying to get you to buy or sell any financial products or securities. Instead, the program program is provided as a public service by Vestry, a fee-only registered investment advisor. Thanks for listening, and please visit TalkingRealMoney.com for more information and disclosures. That should keep the lawyers happy.